You've tuned into localjobnetwork.com radio and you're listening to the Algian Radio Quad, where our radio hosts gather to share their thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on all topics employment related. I'm Jacqueline Peterson, and joining me in today's quad is Azure Mahara. Hello, everyone. Lynn Molitor. Good day. And our special co-host, our very own Human Resources Manager, Laura McBain. Hi, everyone. And our topics today do vary a little bit, and I want to kick us off with the topic of efficiency versus effectiveness, Um, primarily for new employees, but of course, you know, those seasoned employees, too. Generally speaking, I've noticed that new employees, they want to sort of impress you, so they work rather quickly, and they want to get things off their desk, and they want to show you that they're working really hard. But I've also noticed that comes along with that is errors or little nuances that they don't pay attention to, and you're like, you really need to pay attention to that because that makes the, the difference. So I just wanted to sort of get your thoughts on What's your preference? Should you take longer to complete a project, but then make sure that those nuances and those errors are not there? Or is it better to hurry up, rush, and get it done quickly, but then have to kind of go back and double check everything? And any tips for those people that work in one way or another? I would take uh, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the unintended result sometimes that people don't realize is that when they rush to get something done, but it's air prone, someone else is spending their time f- discovering the errors. And usually then what happens is, you know, your team lead, manager, coworker will find, will find the error and then they're going to have to bounce it back to you. And then they're going to have to redo it, and then it's like going to go through the whole process again. And it definitely, I think, is more effective for um, a team as a whole to take time to make sure that um, errors aren't there. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, just turning something into your manager, you'd rather have your manager trust that there aren't any errors on it. Um, than to be looking for errors because they're so used to seeing them. So I think it just says something about your quality of work, too. I think, too, going back to Lynn's point, is when you're double-checking those errors, the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, geez, did I miss something on the other items that you Mm -hmm. sent me that maybe Uh, I didn't? Right. And so then you're even going back to check those items, especially if they're going to be to external customers, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, I better go check these other items and make sure that they're up to par. Um, So... It's tough, too, because I think when you're new, especially, you're kind of worried about producing because, you know, you don't want to be – because, you know, everybody is judged. So are you going to be judging the new person because they're taking too much time? Oh, gosh, they're slow. They're not really, you know, functioning up to par. So I think there's a risk of doing that, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it is a fine balance. It is. It is. Yeah. I always – you know, even with myself, you know, starting a new job position, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's internal, um, you know, I tend to be more deliberate and take time in my work. I wouldn't say I'm exactly quick, um, but that's where then I kind of make up that time on my own time. You know, I'll stay mm-hmm. and work extra to make sure I've got the quality so that first thing in the morning I can pass it off to, you know, my project lead coworker mm-hmm. and I'm I feel strongly that I'm giving them something I'm proud to put my name on. Mm-hmm. So I think overall generally speaking um as managers and people who've had direct reports we're saying to the listeners out there that it's 
you're going to more so impress your manager if you take a little bit more time to do it, whether it's you can afford that time, you know, over your lunch break or on your own time or whatever, than to do it quickly. Because if you're doing it too quick and there's errors in it or there's inconsistencies with imaging or branding or messaging or whatever, it just takes more time to redo it. So just take that extra moment Mm -hmm. And you can also Mm -hmm. fill your manager in and say, hey, I haven't forgot about this project. I'm just going over it with a fine-tooth comb. And then that way the manager can step in and say, oh, do you need help or no problem? The deadline's not until two weeks from now. Take your time with it. But when you give it to me, give it to me. Give me something really good. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's like, yes, stay – keep your manager informed. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. a, you know, a 10-minute update, just a quick, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm working on this. And especially if you're new, your manager will help you prioritize how how much time and effort you should put into a a task. Yeah. Good. All right. So take your time with projects. (laughs) But if you're going to take your time with them, make sure you're making, you know – Dotting your eyes and crossing your teeth, and there's not any uh, any uh, inconsistencies there. But switching topics a little bit, Lynn, you wanted to talk about time management of meetings. Yeah, so I was thinking. Um, I think some of the some of you who are used to me running meetings, I. As soon as I approach, uh, start a meeting, I'm constantly watching the clock because mm-hmm. I'm sensitive to everyone's busy schedules and I like to get out on time. But sometimes a meeting runs over and then that puts me into chaos. But <laughs> I have to go with the flow. But it got me thinking, when is it okay to run over a scheduled time on meetings? Uh, what meetings is it okay then for you to be late for? And what meetings are not okay to be late for? And how do you excuse yourself? So A lot of questions there. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's okay to be late for any meetings. Right. Um, I don't. I agree. I, I don't ever think that it's okay to be late for a meeting. Now, I'm one of those people that will show up right at 10 o'clock. If the meeting's at 10 o'clock, I'll show up right <laughs> at 10 o'clock. Um, so maybe that's late. Still maybe I should be there at 9.59. Or, yeah, 9.59. But, um. I don't think you should show up like a few minutes late. I think that that's rude and it's disruptive. Uh, I think it's okay to run over scheduled meetings. Typically, it's – I shouldn't say it's okay. I think it's easier to run over scheduled meetings when it's one-on-one because you can just say, hey, do you have a – you know, do you have an 11 o'clock meeting? And if that person says no, you know, still even ask, is it okay if we go over a few minutes? Um, I think when it's a bigger crowd, it's trickier because you, you yeah. might be sitting there. And th- there's been a few times where we've run over in meetings and I'm thinking, oh, geez, I have an 11 o'clock. In my mm-hmm. mind, I'm getting anxious because I'm like, I have to leave. But mm-hmm. then there's six other people sitting there and you don't want to be the one to get up and walk out because or, you're yeah. afraid that people are going to think that you're rude or what. But so I, I, I don't know. I kind of don't like be- going over meetings either. No, I don't either. I think it's because – you know, especially when you have such tight schedules, you've got stuff scheduled or you have, you know, maybe some planning or other work you have to get done. So you only have that amount of time allotted in your day. And, you know, it's just as rude, I think, to go over as it is to arrive late for a meeting. What about if, um, I and I know I've seen this happen too, where a meeting will run over for somebody and then they'll come back to you and you had a meeting right after with them mm-hmm. and they'll say, well, let, let's meet now. And now your meeting is a half hour pushed back, but that could run into other meetings. Do you guys think that's okay? No. I I mean, would would you rather just have the person reschedule it altogether? Um, 
Schedule it. I just tell them, sorry, you have to reschedule with with my direct reports because I have um, a really young, Mm. or not young, but like a newer uh, employees. So sometimes with our industry, we're doing communication, Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of content writing. It's it's an art, not a science. So you're constantly going over like, okay, what does it sound like? Read it out loud, da-da-da-da. So sometimes we might go over, and I'm like, sorry, you're going to need to reschedule a second part of the meeting. Because I have another meeting and I can't miss it. So you need to look in my calendar and schedule another 30 minutes someplace else. Yeah, I agree. I think we also have to be aware, too, but there are other cultures that they don't have the same time standards as we do, too. So, you know, if you were to go overseas, you might run into a culture where it's okay to arrive maybe half an hour or an hour late for a meeting. That's just the accepted way to, you know. Is the meeting still going on? <laughs> it just starts, yeah. You know, and um, there's other companies that are that way, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a little bit more laid back. Time is a little bit, you know, they don't pay particular attention to it. And it's just not as crucial as it is when you're, you know, you've got things back to back, whereas some places are structured that way. So um, going back to your point or before, Jacqueline, when you said that you show up right at 10 o'clock for like a 10 o'clock meeting, um, I think that that's actually preferred you know they usually say be 15 minutes early and things like that for appointments but I've actually had (laughs) I've actually had meetings where somebody has and it just happened just the other day you know somebody had was the meeting was at my desk and they came in by my desk and I said the meeting's not for five minutes can you come back because I was working on something and I needed that extra five minutes you know (laughs) so sometimes that's helpful (laughs) yeah 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 it depends on where you're arriving right right (laughs) right well I used to when when I first started here I did used to arrive five minutes early and then I realized (laughs) I'm the only one in the conference room and then I then I had the the opposite reaction was like I don't want someone to walk by and think I'm wasting time sitting here so I uh so I you know, so then I was like watching what everyone else was doing, and I was like, they're not showing up till right when the meeting yeah. starts. So then I started doing that because actually one time there, someone did make a comment when they walked by and said, "What are you doing in here?" And I was like, "There's a meeting in five minutes." Well, my comment is always, "Someone's got to be the first to be at a meeting." So yeah. I'd rather be early than late. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think the thing with meetings though is, um, I uh, certain meetings you know may go over. And if people are available, the decision is made, hopefully jointly. And sometimes it's depending on the most senior person in the room. They Mm kind of, you know, they're kind of running the show. Um, I will let, like, if I have a one-on-one after after such a meeting, I'll let the person know, stay at your desk and continue working. And then when I, I may be late and then I'll have to reschedule or I'll come and get you. That's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I ran over it through the years. It was like sometimes you know, especially back to back meetings. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need a break, even. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't. You know, and I know like today is one of those days for me. Just the morning, thankfully. <laughs> oh no! I literally my first meeting was at eight o'clock. My last meeting is at two o'clock. Back to back. Yeah, I'm back yeah. to back. Right. Yeah. That literally. Every hour I'm mm-hmm. booked. Yeah, so you kind of have to give, you know, give. So if one I goes, think it's fine to <laughs> give people mm-hmm. a heads up. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to start five, ten minutes late, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but that is a good tip to say, hey, sit tight at your desk. I'll come by and get you right. or we'll schedule. But at least you're giving them a heads up. 
Yeah. And I think um, if, if you're going to be more than 15 minutes late, especially if the meeting's only a half hour, um, I've already taken the initiative and just if I know the person's still stuck in another meeting, I'll just reschedule. So as soon as they get back to their desk, they already have a meeting invite for later that day, tomorrow, whatever, as soon as we can get it in. So That's a good, yeah, 15-minute yeah. good rule of thumb. Yeah. yeah. And I think the person running the meeting that's running late needs to say, hey, I think we're going to run a few minutes late if anybody has something booked. You know, right. allow them the chance to get up that's and a good point too. instead of having them slink out the door. You know? Or right. panicking, and they're like, I, <laughs> I don't want to get know. up and be yeah. rude. And I've already done that. It's like, yeah, yeah. just give me five minutes. Because otherwise, sometimes you're meeting the next, you know, you're meeting with one person, and then they go and sit in a conference room for, yeah. you know, <laughs> five minutes, for five, <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. And it's like, just go back to your desk. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, one type of meeting, though, that I think you definitely can't be late for is an interview. Yes. That's true. Um, because And that's the meeting you want to show up 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. early for. Right, yeah. <laughs> Don't come right at 10 for that one. <laughs> Although sometimes happens. it does throw us because the people have shown up 30 minutes oh, yeah. early. And then it's kind of like, okay, you know, sometimes that's like too early. That is too early. And then a company isn't yeah. like prepared for your yeah. arrival 30 minutes early. Yeah, the room no. might not even be available. So then you're just sitting in the lobby with a glass of water for like a half hour. <laughs> and don't use your phone when you're waiting. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't and I don't playing. like it if they come right at the scheduled time either because I'm looking for them to be there about 15, at least 15 or 10 minutes early at least. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking they're not coming if they're not there and then they walk in the door at the last minute I'm like man yeah (laughs) bad first impression okay but but I think for those of us who are giving the interviews we cannot be late yes right because it sets you're giving a bad impression of Mm -hmm. of your company that you're representing so good point okay so for interviews arrive at least 10 to 15 minutes early from our own human resources manager here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but if it's a meeting arrive one to two minutes early <laughs> Everyone, like Lynn said, it depends on your travel. Someone, time. <laughs> someone's gotta down the be hall. the first one at the meeting. So, all That's right, true. switching gears now. Um, Azure, you wanted to discuss the unwritten rules of the office dress code. What do you mean by that? Okay, so basically, it it just kind of came to my attention recently. Um, you know, with the summer months coming and or being here finally, um, that you see you see some some maybe questionable. Clothing, and I'm not talking about in our office. I'm talking about walking down the street, and you can tell, you know, somebody walking out of business. You're like, wow, that person really wore that to work today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just, and it may not be something that is in your company policy. They might not have wrote that in yet or whatever, but it it's definitely something that isn't professional. And to me, those are the unwritten rules. If nobody, if you're the only one in your office wearing a tank top to work in the summer, and you're not covering your shoulders, or you know being more modest. Um, obviously, that might be an unwritten rule, even if it's not in there. Um, if there's a company policy where it says, and these are just some examples, a company policy that allows you to show tattoos, but then you have a very large, obscene tattoo or in an inappropriate place, and you're showcasing that. You know, like, those are the unwritten rules. Because <laughs> in an inappropriate place? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, right. I mean, you know, you, you see the women that have yeah. some chest tattoos, and maybe oh, they're not okay. super yeah. low, but it still draws your eye to that region. And I, I just, I think in a professional setting, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily appropriate. But that might not be in the actual policy to say, please do not show off any tattoos in your upper region of your body. You know, So, <laughs> um, so those are the unwritten rules that I'm talking yeah. about. And I, was, I just wanted to point out to people why it's important to follow them. 
um, because I think that it really says something about you as a professional when you don't have a regard for um, other people and how what what's going on around you as far as the dress code. What do you guys think? No, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is an attorney and he has tattoo on his forearm and he and you can see it like sort of peek out mm-hmm. on his wrist, but he's very conscious of it and he will. You know, he will sit with his arms down. He doesn't lean back in his chair because he's afraid oh, sure. it'll peek. The the sleeve mm-hmm. will come down and then it'll peek out. Um, he doesn't roll his sleeve. You know, a lot of men who are button-up right, shirts yeah. will roll their mm-hmm. sleeves up. He doesn't roll his sleeves up. There's no policy at his organization that says you can't have tattoos. But he's well aware right. of the company culture there. And he keeps his tattoo private. He's worked there for a couple of years now. And nobody knows he has a tattoo on his arm. Yeah, it'd just be like if you were a teacher and you showed up in something skin tight. Maybe the policy doesn't say you can't wear tight clothing, but I mean, is it really appropriate to wear that if you're like a high school teacher or something like that? You know, and that's kind of what the rules I wanted to get at. Like, just have some common sense. Yeah, I think you just have to pay attention to what's going on around you. Yeah, it's it's all about your surroundings. I mean, you know, a professional, you know, business-like work atmosphere is different than, say, you know, a really laid back, you know, maybe a warehouse or something mm-hmm. like that where you can maybe take a little bit more liberties. But I think it just all depends on where you're working and you got to go with what, you know, they have as for a policy, but then use your best judgment from, you know, those some things aren't written down. So, yeah, I think and it's hard. Um, I would I always say tend to be more conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I'm older so the fashions that I had growing up were a lot less revealing yes. than what the fashions are today. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's something I internally struggle with. Um, you know, some of the fashions I see people wearing to work, I would never wear to right. work. Um, you know, we're a casual, mm-hmm. we're a casual yeah. company. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot more casual than what I came from, you know, and— and, you know, the dress code mm-hmm. evolves, and it's just different. So yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, my husband and I just recently had dinner with one of the partners and his wife, and I told him all week, this is what I'm going to wear. Do you have a problem with it? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I don't think he was paying attention <laughs> oh, <no>. because <laughs> the day that it came uh, on, I put it on, yeah. and he's like, wow, that dress is really short. And it, I'm like, it's not. It's like like three inches above my, like from the middle of my knee. And I went to parochial school. So I would always measure, you had to measure like the length of the Mm -hmm. ruler. And I was like, this is like parochial school length dress. Like what? How how many inches? Three inches from your knee. Like, yeah, I went to parochial school and that would have been too high for my parochial (laughs) school. Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. So, so so I was like, okay, this is like aggressive. Yeah, like you said, the the, the times right. are evolving. Yep. So so I was like, I you know, I did the hand test and I did yeah. the rule. I'm like, it's like three inches. Like, I don't understand what the big deal. And I'm wearing like tights, like opaque tights. Yeah. Like, and he was like, no, no, it's okay. It's, it's okay. And I could tell he was <laughs> uncomfortable with it. Oh. So there I was. The Well, then you're feeling ru- no, uncomfortable. Oh, no. I was like, no. I was like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I certainly now am going to feel uncomfortable. So I had to go hurry up and find something at the mall, and I was super annoyed about it. But I, the point that I'm making is that <laughs> you're right. Like, for me, I thought— it's fine. Actually, I've worn this dress to work, and I've gotten compliments on right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting here telling me it's not appropriate for 
your work. For, right, oh, right, yeah. sure. Because so, there's a different culture, maybe. Right. Yeah. So I guess the point that I'm making is you do have to pay attention to your surroundings, like Laura had mentioned. And like Lynn had mentioned, things evolve. You know, that dress right. is appropriate here. And actually, you've complimented me in right. that particular dress. And then I wanted to wear around his work coworkers, and he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I mean, right. he, he didn't say that, but. You but you, yeah, you got the you got the must. <laughs> so needless to say, I was at Ann Taylor shopping quickly for something. Yeah. And I I think that was the first time I ever shopped there too. I was like that's where I'm going. Well, you got a new outfit all this Yeah. Okay. Well, to close this out today, Laura, you wanted to dive into a totally different topic. It is totally different. Yeah, I came across an article uh, the other day about benefits because you're always kind of in HR, you're kind of always thinking of benefits and people love their benefits package. And of course, the regular ones are the health and the dental and the vision and all kinds of stuff like that. There's a lot of companies out there that go above and beyond that to try to attract people. And they have some rather, what I thought was strange benefits that they offer, like scooters for employees to ride around in in the hallways, um, <laughs> Botox injections at work. Yeah, that was um, interesting. That was, I kind was. of, well, thinking about that one as I get older, it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it would make me want to work at that company. But the fact that they had it, I thought was a little strange. Um, then they had everything from like on-site volleyball courts, life coaches at work, which again, a little bit Strange. And then the the best one I thought was the panning for gold. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying to think, you know, is there a benefit out there that a company could have a strange one that would make me want to go work there? Now, I looked at all these and I thought, well, probably not going to make me want to switch employers. But I thought panning for gold, they kind of go on an excursion and do something. So it's a, I guess it's a little bit out of the box, a little that bit. That was a company out west, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's We're like, in the oh, Midwest. I don't think don't there's do any pannies like gold. that. I lived in the west for many years, and we did not pan for gold. <laughs> you know, when I read the article, Laura, I to me it was more about like when I read it, I was like, oh, they're sort of getting at like team building stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and I. And I sort of thought that that was a little bit different, mm-hmm. but um, I agree with you. None of those things were either really attractive to me or would encourage me to want to go work for that organization mm-hmm. because of it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it didn't make a bit what of a difference. Would ma- I mean, does anybody have a, a benefit out there that they're like, oh, I wish our company would offer this quirky benefit? Anything that kind of... Off the top of my head, no, I can't think of anything. But <laughs> no panning for gold in the room. <laughs> now I didn't have. I it wasn't a quirky benefit, but I'll tell you, it was a benefit. Um, my last company, we actually had free lunch, so I always have yeah. to chuckle when I hear the term. There's no such thing as a free lunch, and you could probably say <laughs> there. You know, it was considered part of our package. Package, yeah, but. You know, I'll tell you, when you go to, I mean, it was a full service restaurant. And the only thing missing was there was no cash register at the end of the line. (laughs) So, you know, that was a a good benefit. Mm -hmm. I've worked at a place like that before, too. And it is is really nice Mm -hmm. to have the, the free lunch, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. They mentioned trapeze classes, too, and all kinds of things are going through my head. Like, uh, I don't think I would participate in anything like that. I have a friend that works in Madison, and she said that um, Friday at 4 o'clock, they have happy hour. 
like at the office. So oh. they have a refrigerator oh, yeah. of beer yeah. and everybody can go and grab a beer at four o'clock. And, yeah, and I'm sure the HR day. people are like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, it's not like excessive, there, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's just their, their Friday. Yeah, but don't, don't they have to like drive home after That's that? what I'm I would be at. like, get <laughs> off the premises right. okay. yeah. and let's go to a pub and then yeah. you can do what you want to well, do. I think um, a work. beer an hour, you know, you're, that usually is pretty standard for getting out of your system. They don't it? start at yeah. noon, though, do they? I mean, you're not like drinking. No, all it's at 4. It starts okay. at 4. You can grab a beer at 4, and, and you can have it, you know, if you want to. But um, I just thought that was a weird little quirk. When when I read this article, I thought about that, and I was like, It well, is a weird little quirk. I don't know if that would make me want to work there, but... You know, yeah. um, I heard we actually have a ping pong table mm-hmm. in our office. Yeah. And I have to admit, I rarely go in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. But I heard that there's quite a following oh, now my gosh, yeah. and quite a competition it's during the lunch hour. pretty of, hysterical to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of people. It gets intense. I'm pretty bad so, at that. So. I mean, I think <laughs> animated. <laughs> so I think that's good. I mean, yeah. people must oh, yeah. be looking forward to their lunch hour. And they're spending mm-hmm. time with each mm-hmm. other. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah, versus leaving and spending time away from each other. That's yeah. actually what I've noticed about um, our ping pong table is I see a lot of sales guys now hanging out with IT IT department mm-hmm. or oh, something like good. that. So I see a lot of interaction between the different departments. departments yeah. And the only reason that I can think is because of that lunchtime <laughs> right, activity yeah. going on. So. Um, I actually just thought about that yesterday when I saw a group of people together. I was like, that's a strange mix. And then I was like, oh, they all play ping pong. (laughs) (laughs) So not necessarily a benefit, but a perk to the job, which is just right. Which great is great and makes it more um, enjoyable since we spend a lot of time together. Majority of our time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that does it for today. We hope you found some nuggets that you can apply to advancing your career and showing your employer that you are a professional. And um, if you would like to suggest topics for discussion on the LJN Radio Quad, send us a message at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com and send us any perks or benefits that you want at your current employer or that you have. For Lynn Molitor, Aja Mahara, and Laura McBain, I'm Jacqueline Peterson. Thanks for listening. 